live from the Liar Slayer, it's the tussle, the colossal tussle, that is the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. We thank you for joining us this week to discuss world wrestling entertainment at its finest, at its peak, at the top of the mountain! Just for the record, Shane is the only one that understands those references. Yep. I like that this sounds like the intro music to Terminator. And it does. Yeah. <clears throat> this, ladies and germaphobes, is episode five. Ding, ding. Oh, that's funny, because it was a reference to the... What are we all reading these days, kids? What uh, what books have, have managed to, to make their way uh, across your bookshelf and I... into your hot little hands? <laughs> <laughs> I am reading it for the first time. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my. How are you liking it? I'm loving it. I am 700 pages into the 12. <laughs> Isn't it fantastic? Pages. Oh, I love that uh, book so great. much. Um, and then I just finished listening to Horns last week. Ooh, by Joe Hill. Yes, so the famed I'm just, and marvelous. Just sticking Jacob. to the sticking to the King family right now. Okay, uh, as I just finished uh, Mr. Mercedes to keep on the King theme, which was absolutely fantastic, and I'm reading rereading Dean Koontz Watchers right now. I am listening to Odd Thomas as well. Okay, well, see, we're just uh, keeping it with the K's apparently yeah. between you and I. Well, I'm Mine. gonna I'm gonna throw out that K out, um, but still related to King, I'm actually reading through Lovecraft's um, just a lot of his uh, majority of his nice works and stuff. Stuff like that. Oh, well done. Having yeah, difficulty yeah. getting through a lot of that uh, racism, um, but <laughs> the N word does get thrown around quite a bit. When you name a cat after it, and, and I and oh, I, I've liked read. So I started reading it out loud because I can feel a lot more that emotional, like the description. It feels yeah. a lot better when you sit down and you actually are reading it out loud. <laughs> so you take time. So instead of just scanning it over, you have to like build up and take time to appreciate every single word except for the words that are very bad. Um, but, yeah, I've been really enjoying it. Um, and, actually, I'm going to start reading King when I'm done with that because I've had it on good authority that King is great. Always fantastic. Um, have never read a King book? I have never read a King book. Wow. And I feel like I've wasted 27 years I'm of my jealous. life because of it. So many depths to plumb. We'll talk about this offline because I uh, actually was the moderator for a Stephen King panel for the Phoenix Fan Fusion this year. And I have just a wealth of opinions on this topic. But uh, uh, speaking of racism and uh, for those who are honestly like Lovecraft is really in the uh, Thulu mythos in particular, like he specifically refers to like the tribes and cults of the lesser intelligence, like Africanized cults that worship these elder gods and you're like oh it's heavy handed with the racism Mm -hmm. it's really great Uh, he does name in one of his stories he names a cat after the n-word like not it's not an affectionate term no it's god the n-word man and he refers to his cat all the time it's as many bad. times as he possibly can. Oh, and yeah. uh, racism is going to come up pretty prevalently through the course of the discussion oh, of the uh, the Hall of Fame here. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. But, uh, um, I'll do housekeeping. Ooh, please. John, um, take it away. On the last episode on the mystery method, I forgot to call them all beta male cucks. And I really needed to make sure that that was represented somewhere. 
Because they are beta male cucks. But beta male, is that uh, another one of those Richard Simmons programs I wasn't familiar with? <laughs> yeah. Dima male, beta male. Honestly, uh, I am the least intelligent person in the room almost always, so I don't know what I'm saying. They just sound fun. <laughs> but anyway, if you, if you love that book... You're a cuck. Anyway, uh, speaking of uh, Richard Simmons as well, he's he's coming up again uh, at some point on our docket in the future. There will be the uh, the Richard Simmons uh, saga, oh, so hey, that's going to be I'm fun. Excited. We're looking forward to that. But uh, so go for it. Oh no! So I put Shane on blast last time and had him read his Instagram ad interests. Oh yeah, and pulled it open. So one, I'll just walk you guys through it if you want to check it out. So if you're on Instagram, get to your profile overview. Hit the three little lines, mine are on the top right, uh, go down to settings, hit security, under data and history, access, data. Access data. Scroll all the way down to the Computer. bottom, and you'll hit ads, and add interests, hit view all, and you're in, baby. And John's number one, lubricant. Close. Family. Family. <laughs> no. Family lubricant. Um, well, we've always so, had questions about you and yeah. your sister. <laughs> Well, you know what they say about us Lannisters. Uh, shopping and fashion, which not really my thing. Yeah. All I have are beer shirts, band shirts, and really, really, really dirty shirts. All I got is balls, band shirts, and um, beer shirts. Clothing, tattoos. I have a couple that one checks out. Yes. Um, and then I guess Shane and I have something in common. Uh, I have... Association football <laughs> parentheses <laughs> soccer. Apparently, we are like big soccer fans in our group. Um, I didn't know. Rock music, beaches, beaches. food. <laughs> Is that the mel? Uh, the uh, oh no! I oh dad gummit! I had it and I lost it. Go. Rock <laughs> <laughs> uh, televisions, televisions, not television. Okay, television, um, television, and then uh, and then American football. But I think what they meant by American football is the actual band American football, even though it doesn't say it in parentheses okay. next to it. Um, but yeah, so you're not the only one being targeted to forcibly like sucker I, football. I was going for like the wind beneath my wings beaches. <laughs> Is what I was aiming at, and just totally missed the uh, the mark on that one. Yeah, but uh, anyway, speaking about things that uh, you know miss the mark and get slammed, the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame. Uh, so, before we get going here, I'm going to do our, our standard operating house cleaning here. For those unfamiliar with the way that the format works here, we are going to discuss a, an esoteric topic, and we're going to go into it in a little bit of detail, just to familiarize everyone on the panel and all of you listening with what the general outline is. But in the midst of informing you about this topic, we're going to whip a few lies in there and give you some stuff that will mislead you a bit, so that you're not going to quite know what's going on. And then the goal at the end here is for the uh, folks to on the panel here with me to suss out what the lies are. So uh, before we get started, are, are both of you intimately familiar with the sports of professional wrestling? Is it? Did you already lie? It's not a sport. <laughs> oh, it's sports entertainment, John. <laughs> Ouch. I am not familiar. Okay. Um, I. Did follow wrestling when I was very young. Okay, so you got um, like the 1980s plunge, 1990s plunge, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, because okay. my mother is a big uh, 
WWE fan. Okay. Um, that was actually one of their first major dates with my mom and dad. They went and saw a wrestling match. Is it um, E or F? It, it is, is E now. It used to be F, but Federation, then... now it's entertainment. So uh, they started out as the WWWF, which is the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, was then changed to the World Wrestling Federation, and then they were sued by the World Wildlife Foundation. They lost said lawsuit, and subsequently then they had to adjust and become World Wrestling Entertainment which falls in line with our sports entertainment moniker that they have adopted. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, interesting bit of a... So, this is going to be interesting in that you don't have to be familiar with the individuals or their accolades in order to understand. I'm going to keep it pretty broad on that. So, don't worry about lies as far as that goes of your knowledge of the wrestlers or anybody like that. There's been a lot of alcohol between then and now, so I... That was also when I was a child, so I don't remember There's that. There's also been a lot of alcohol consumed by their writers as well, so oh, you can tell. Uh, <laughs> and by some of their talent, as uh, Steve Austin has shown us. Yeah, the craft beer guy. And how. <laughs> He's got that smoking skull. Yeah. So, the WWE Hall of Fame is a Hall of Fame which honors professional wrestlers and professional wrestling personalities maintained by World Wrestling Entertainment, and it typically coincides with the annual event WrestleMania. Uh, although a building has never been erected to represent the Hall of Fame, WWE has looked into constructing a facility. Uh, in the year of 2008, 2008 the year of our Lord, <laughs> Shane McMahon, then Executive Vice President of Global Media of WWE, stated that WWE had been storing wrestling memorabilia in a warehouse for years with all items categorized and dated in case a facility is created. So they're waiting to build like a monument to WrestleMania or yes. to like a, a literal Hall of Fame like where they'll put like wax figures of all the the greatest actors you know, or giant statues for Andre uh, the Giant and uh, <laughs> so some of the other luminaries within the wrestling community. So yes, at some point they want to have something that's akin to, you know, baseball's Hall of Fame or, you know, okay. or, uh, so that folks can come in and, and reminisce about all of their grand memories and the achievements of all of the people who have been stripped down half naked and grappling with one another. Well, not to like grossly generalize uh, the fan base because you don't follow into that or like fall into what I picture as like the the fan. Do you think these people actually remember? Because I think they're just pumped, like just full of narcotics and Bud Light, uh, so that you don't really walk. You don't wake up the next morning after going to one of these events being like. Oh, yeah, that was crystal clear. It's it's very interesting because it breaks down the same way like any sports uh, groups or any uh, general fandom breaks down. You will have people who are into it purely for the art form itself. The and they remember the statistics and can tell you who played for what, where, what trade occurred that got somebody. Same thing for wrestling. There are people who consider themselves to be historians who will track people. And it's not so much that they are honoring their victories. So it's not, oh, this person, Ric Flair, for instance, is the 16-time world heavyweight champion. They're not doing for that because, of course, it's choreographed or it's prearranged. And the idea is mostly that they are relishing people's ability to, one, draw fans, their popularity, their ability to keep people sort of engaged in storylines, their physical prowess, their ability in the ring to, you know, put on a compelling match, things like that. So it's not quite in the way that you would normally reckon sports achievement in that their athletics is all they're looking at. There's a lot of factors cumulatively that go into choosing people for this. So, uh, 
On that note, as of 2019, there have been 204 individual inductees, with 113 wrestlers inducted individually, 37 legacy inductees, 15 group inductions, which consists of 43 wrestlers within these groups, 15 celebrities, and 5 Warrior Award recipients. We'll touch on that in a minute. Uh, and what, there are 57 members that have been inducted posthumously. Four wrestlers have been inducted twice, uh, individually and as part of tag teams or groups, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Booker T, and Bret Hart. Uh, the yeah. inaugural class, created in 1993, consisted of only one inductee, and, and he was big enough to cover all of them, Andre the Giant. All right. Who died two months prior to the ceremony. So it was kind of a, an interesting way for them to honor him and his contributions to the sport. That's a man that drew a lot of eyeballs, particularly with his celebrity, with his yeah. film career, and, you know, some of the more grandiose aspects of him being just a name that you could draw to. Subsequent classes have varied in number between 7 and 17 members per class, expanding with the uh, delineation between individual, group, legacy, celebrity inductees, and Warrior Award winners. The Warrior Award is based on a professional wrestler who's called the Ultimate Warrior, who, um, for those not initiated, he was basically someone who uh, appeared to all intents and purposes like to habitually abuse psychotropic drugs. He was completely out of his mind. He would talk about, like, the gods from heaven imbuing him with powers and coming down and touching him. And his promos, or the things that he would say to hype up his matches, were so, like, incongruous and made no sense. He would talk about, when you touch the power of the warrior, the power will flow through you and touch you, and you can feel the power of the warrior, and from the heavens, and touch you, and take you to the power. And you're just like, what are you talking about? I also feel like I haven't heard him speak ever, <laughs> and I'm fairly certain that was 110%. Accurate impression. It just it was balls on accurate <laughs> yeah. as a matter of certain fact. So you see um, Mike's face just being like, Am I gonna get touched by the warrior? Yeah, yeah I'm like, uh, Hopefully. I don't I don't want to get blessed by his gods. No, I'm good. I want to feel the power of the warrior right here. <laughs> uh, but so he died like days after he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. And so was it cursed? He served his purpose. Essentially. <laughs> um, and he was called back to Valhalla. And so, <laughs> so essentially they created this warrior award to help honor his legacy because he was one who was the, you know, don't ever be daunted. You can overcome anything if you want to do everything in your power, which is kind of funny since he was batshit crazy. Uh, but it's an interesting thing. So they give it to individuals who are um, overcoming physical handicaps or people who are really great examples within their community. It goes kind of hand in hand with their anti-bullying campaign. So there's a lot of things that are interesting that float into that. But that's we're not going to go off on a tangent for the Warrior Award. But I figured I would just clarify what that was, because otherwise we'd spend four hours talking about the individuals <laughs> that they've inducted there. But uh, the individual inductees have varied from performers with a considerable degree of notoriety or drawing power, the ability to bring people into a building. Uh, technical experts whose prowess in the ring as talents were highly respected by their peers. Savvy promoters and bookers who have elevated the status of the business in general over the years. And celebrities who have helped to bring greater national exposure to the business. Now, this is going to be something we'll touch on, you know, quite a bit going forward, Thanks. where we get to Drew Carey. A celebrity inductee that we already know, as I've verified previously, is a member of their celebrity. You have been tapping that cock. Yes. On to me. <laughs> and I am so ready for the slip. I'm so ready to just suck that carry. <laughs> Cleveland rocks. Uh, 
There are several notable oddities that have been included in the Hall of Fame for the most arbitrary of reasons, however, including one James Dudley, listed by the WWE as the first African-American to run a major arena in the United States, which is debatable, uh, but something that they tout highly. But he is often scoffed at by many individuals in the business as simply being the limo driver for Vincent James McMahon, who is the father of current WWE owner Vincent Kennedy McMahon, who ran the Capitol Wrestling Corporation, later changed to Worldwide Wrestling Federation, later World Wrestling Federation, later WWE. So James Dudley essentially drove Vince around, and one time Vince was not, you know, he wasn't feeling well or wasn't able to come to a thing, and essentially James took his place booking the building, which he just stood there and directed people where to go. Or this is the argument. Now, this is not factually, uh, allegedly, I'm going to throw this in here so we don't get anybody worked up and get their hackles up. So essentially, it's, it's interesting, but the the joke amongst many wrestling aficionados, if you will, is that they elected James Dudley, you know, Vince's limo driver, just because he was Vince's limo driver. Uh, but he's also African-American, which, again, we'll touch on some other very interesting points as we go <laughs> <No>. forward. Um, <laughs> so noted wrestling luminaries in the WWE Hall of Fame, just for those keeping notes at home, and these might be some names you've heard before. Hulk Hogan. All right. The, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Uh, Bret Hart. Jimmy Superfly Snooka, who is also an alleged murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, allegedly. Yes, allegedly. I threw that in. Uh, George the Animal Steel, Nature Boy Buddy Rogers, Gorilla Monsoon, Captain Lou Albano, famed for his association with Cindy Lauper, who we'll get into later on. Uh, and he was also, for the kids playing at home, a part of the Super Mario Brothers cartoon show back yes, in the day. Yes, he was Mario, yeah? Uh, he, no, he was the gentleman who introduced the show. So Captain oh. Lou is a very overweight man with, like, rings in his nose and ears, very long hair, greasy, and he just super, like, a hype man. Used to be a wrestler, then became a manager, and he was just always there for the Mario Brothers to introduce the cartoon. Like, hey kids, this is what's coming up later. You're gonna watch Mario and Luigi plunge all the depths down in those big old pipes of theirs. I hope you enjoyed it. Stick around. Like, that sort of thing. So strange. What about Bonesaw? Bonesaw is not there, no. Uh, <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper, the Ultimate Warrior, uh, the Iron Sheik, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, half of these are just too fun to say, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, Macho Man, Randy Savage, snapping into Slim Jims, Jake the Snake Roberts, Sting, not the rock star Sting, a wrestler called Sting, Okay, absolutely intentionally stealing the name, Kurt Angle, and Shawn Michaels. The celebrity inductees to the Hall of Fame... Brace yourselves for this, kids, because this is where we're going to start to get weird. I'm ready. All right, cheers, Mike. Here, a little... <laughs> and for those of you playing at home, snicker all you want, but this is this is legit. Also, what is the source? Where are you at? Uh, I, this is Wikipedia, and then also I rewrote a lot of this to make yeah. it a little more digestible. So because Wikipedia can, is very heavy on Wikipedia. Um, if you just put in a WWE Hall of Fame, that should take you okay. to, to what we're looking at. Cool. But also, again, I dressed this up with some of my notable pros, right. which is why it sounds so sexy. <laughs> uh, so the celebrity inductees to the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose, William the Refrigerator Perry, <laughs> the Regis Philbin, no. Bob Euchre, Liberace, <laughs> of course. Drew Carey, Here he is. Cindy Lauper, Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, Donald Trump, Mr. T, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Snoop Dogg, Kid Rock, <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. 
Why? <laughs> um, all of them have reasons. So, I mean, there's things you can pepper me about later on if you're curious. So, um, you know, just wherever you want to. You can do it now if you really want to just drill down while we're here. I do know Trump was in at least one show. At least one performance. He was, he was a performer in WrestleMania 23. He was engaged in a hair versus hair match with Vincent McMahon, <laughs> the owner of the WWE. That explains a lot present day. <laughs> um, funnily enough, um, the, when they, during the election where they showed Trump tackling the CNN logo and punching it, that was, that was from, from WrestleMania 23. That was him tackling Vince McMahon and punching him. So, oh my goodness. Uh, just to give you a little uh, just context there, but okay, yes. Well, then, are are you ever going to go into depth about Drew Carey? Is that part absolutely of the plan? Mm-hmm. okay? I, I figured it was, but I, I don't know if you're just going to be like, oh yeah, I just put Drew Carey in there so I could just do this whole thing, just yep. mention once and fucking. So, um, Drew Carey was featured in uh, one of the WrestleManias as well. Uh, he was a a guest. He was attacked by the wrestler Kane and choke slammed. He also <laughs> then took part in the WWE's Royal Rumble, where he was an active participant in their uh, in a battle royal where you have to throw everybody out over the top rope to the floor in order to win and he took part as an active participant in the Royal Rumble and was had you know Kane again bludgeon him beyond belief and but essentially it Drew Carey eliminated himself when other wrestlers ran at him he just jumped over the top rope and eliminated himself in like 2 seconds and then Kane grabbed him and beat him up just okay. for to punish him, but yeah. So that Drew Carey, that was his contribution. But again, he's a celebrity, so it's classified a little differently. So right, more more butts and seats. Yes, and that's yeah. arguably what they're aiming for. So right. Uh, in 2012, the Post and Courier noted that the Hall had garnered criticism due to the inductions of questionable performers and the omissions of major names within the industry. Bob Backlund, who was a WWF champion for a very long time, I think he had like four years straight where he was the champion, was undefeated, uh, declined induction multiple times. The Ultimate Warrior wrote that he refused the honor in 2010, uh, and then they were eventually inducted in 2013 and 2014, respectively. Randy Savage was recognized as being notably absent for quite some time. He was inducted, I think, two years ago, finally. Uh, Chris Jericho said the Hall achieved a level of legitimacy by inducting him in 2015. Uh, no one self-aggrandizes like Chris Jericho for those Fozzie fans out there. Slam Wrestling questioned how Coco Beware, who is a gentleman who, I kid you not, came to the ring with a parakeet, uh, not a parakeet, uh, like a toucan named Frankie on his shoulder. He was the bird man, Coco Beware. Uh, he is an African-American gentleman, by the way. Uh, he was primarily a, an undercard wrestler, which means he was not very popular. He was just kind of a middling, fair to middling, uh, the mega death of the you know Hall of Fame inductees <laughs> here. Uh, he was inducted, but yet former WWF World Heavyweight Champion Ivan Koloff was never inducted before his death in 2017. So there's some very incongruous things as far as like who gets nominated or elected into it and why. And uh, it's been a subject of quite a bit of debate. Uh, Bruno Sammartino, the longest reigning WWF World Heavyweight Champion, once was critical of the Hall of Fame. He disapproved of celebrity inductees such as Pete Rose and William Perry and said of the ceremony, What's the point to a Hall of Fame? Is it a building I can actually go to? No. Give me a break. (laughs) 
San Martino declined previous induction offers before finally accepting in 2013. Uh, Triple H, uh, a name that very likely won't mean anything to you all, but Not he is bit. the current CFO of the company, I believe, and he's someone who is arranging a lot of the creative these days, uh, said that it was important for San Martino to be inducted from a legitimacy standpoint, considering he was their longest reigning champion. And ESPN said his induction is an opportunity to legitimize the Hall of Fame as well. After being announced as an inductee, San Martino said he considers the Hall of Fame to be legitimate. So, <laughs> as long as I'm in, then of course oh we're all uh, it, just interesting. Uh, there's Seems another like gentleman. Really, like shake them down. Yeah, you would think it's kind of one of those things. Like, hey, if you're going to pay me, and uh, apropos of that, uh, the 2015 Hall of Fame headliner Kevin Nash stated two things in the professional wrestling business are real: when you win your first championship, which is bullshit. Uh, <laughs> Uh, essentially, he's saying from the standpoint of you're popular enough and they trust you enough to take their championship and sort of be the, the face of their franchise, for lack of a better mm -hmm. term. And then when you get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Those are the two things that are real. Uh, Nash claimed that this is a sentiment to which his colleague Ric Flair also subscribes. During his 2013 induction, future U.S. President Donald Trump said that the honor meant more than having the highest ratings in TV, being a best-selling author, or getting a spot on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It's huge. It's, it's so big. You almost turned him into a cockney. Uh, it's, it's 2017, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there are many individuals that have also sort of publicly decried the fact that this feels like a rigged thing or a money, a cash grab, essentially, and that they're just trying to peddle DVDs for people that they feel like are popular enough to sort of whip things out. They have difficulties with a lot of their posthumous inductions as well, which is something they've just started doing a little more frequently within the last five to ten years because of a lot of this criticism. Uh, Dave Shearer of PW Insider, which covers professional wrestling, as you would expect, uh, has questioned how WWE can sustain the 2004 to the present Hall of Fame model due to the legends being rapidly inducted. So they will start where previously they would only, you know, do the seven or eight people. Now they've yeah. started adding legends. So people that are not necessarily associated with their brand or who didn't wrestle for WWE but were sort of, you know, luminaries of the industry have started being just added en masse just to say that they're legitimate. Uh, so he's saying there are only so many people that they can have in a headline uh, capacity for a class, and they really need to make more new stars to ensure that they can keep filling arenas for this ceremony, because after a while you're going to run out of the popular people and you're just going to have the pablum, which they have today, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. guys who are not really popular, but now eh, what are you going to do? Bottom of the bag chips. Essentially. Uh, it's like, hey, we're going to add Bananarama to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Woo! Um, so further controversy also exists in the national media surrounding a disproportionate amount of Caucasian inductees to minority members and the fact that several individuals of Italian descent are portraying American Indians as their characters. So there's a gentleman whose name is Luke Scarpa who has been inducted into the Hall of Fame as Chief J. Strongbow. <laughs> and now, where is the Apache Tracker? Uh, the Apache Tracker is uh, now Czechoslovakian, and uh, he's uh, you know wandering through the wastelands somewhere. But um, this has been seen as incredibly racially insensitive, as yeah. you would expect. Huh. And yeah. so some people are saying, Just "Why an is an asshole in a headdress?" You have a bunch of Caucasian dudes, and there are very few African American gentlemen. There are very few individuals of Hispanic uh, or Latin X, uh, you know. Uh, Story as well. So difficult for them. Uh, to finally add in here a gentleman who was their champion for a while, superstar Billy Graham. 
very popular gentleman, uh, publicly slammed the hall and demanded that WWE remove him from it due to the induction of a gentleman by the name of Abdullah the Butcher. Uh, Abdullah the Butcher, for those playing the home game and those not familiar, is a 400-pound uh, uh, African-American gentleman who they claimed was from the Sudan and was a cannibal. He would come to the ring with a fork, and he would stab people in the head with the fork and bite them and drink their blood. Uh, no small wonder uh, Abdullah has subsequently been uh, afflicted with... Uh... Oh, no. Hepatitis. <laughs> and uh, has still been wrestling with hepatitis and still bleeding on other people, uh, which has dealt with... Oh, dumb- I thought you were meaning like he was really like... oh. He- Really wrestling with that cold? He was. I thought wrestling. you meant that he was wrestling. Like, he was every- wrestling with that hepatitis. <laughs> but he meant both. He had hepatitis, but he also continued to wrestle. Yes, he continued to engage the sport, as opposed to the Rick and Morty the hepatitis is attacking him as he's running down to get to his ship. Oh, so uh, his, uh, Billy Graham then claims, it is a shameless organization to induct a bloodthirsty animal such as Abdullah the Butcher difficult when you're talking about an African-American gentleman, uh, into their worthless and embarrassing Hall of Fame, and I want the name of superstar Billy Graham to be no part of it. Uh, Another wrestler named Sabu also criticized the Hall of Fame, saying, I'd only do it because I need the money. I don't consider it a real Hall of Fame. (laughs) So there you are, gentlemen. That, in a nutshell, is my, you know, quick sort of, like, sprint through some of the information here to get you familiar. And again, I wanted it to be fun and kind of lively and give you an idea of how absurd this concept is, just in principle. Uh, But, you know, they want to honor some people and their contributions to the business, and they've done so, but they haven't necessarily done so as gracefully as you would expect in most instances. Uh, yeah, so that was so much. I know. I'm sorry. I was, you know, I I kind of talked over everybody as well, so we no. didn't get as much levity injected. No, no, there, but... no. You're good. Uh, you're you're a great presenter. Um, you know, but it kind of blindsided me a little. It's bit. It's not you. It's and me. the reason the reason I think that blindsided me is because it reminded me of that time in '98, 1998. Yes, uh-huh. when the Undertaker threw mankind uh-huh. on the Hell in the Cell. 20 feet down. Straight through the announcer's table. Like, you in. knew this was going to happen. Yeah. You knew that you, you, had, you brought this up and I would bring this up. Well done. Yes. Inside Reddit joke. I, I mean, I thought... Oh. Uh, oh, okay. I was yeah. like, that does sound familiar and I was actually going to ask about Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, I thought they killed him. Uh, the Undertaker is still considered to be an active wrestler and so he has yet to be inducted. He Wait, actually so just you, wrestled this last month. So you can't be inducted... <laughs> it's... In, Aren't there players really... in other sports that are inducted while still being active? Not frequently. Okay. Um, it, it does happen. It's not unheard of. I think Michael Jordan was pro. No, Michael Jordan was re- only recently inducted as well. So they don't want you to, uh, you know, devalue your legacy mm. by having them induct you earlier. And then for say, um, speaking to a particular controversy, uh, Chris Benoit, uh, a gentleman who's very famed as a professional wrestler, was noted as being a champion in WWE had all of the accreditation you would expect for someone who was excellent within the industry, and then yeah. he viciously murdered his wife and child mm-hmm. and committed suicide. And would be so difficult kind of if he had already uh, been sort of inducted and then committed these atrocities. It would be hard to kind of get over that hump. So you're saying it puts a little bit of a damper on the party? It certainly does. <laughs> it puts a different complexion on the matter. Racism aside. Uh, so, yeah, gives you a little something. Yeah. I can uh, provide some hints here. Yeah, it's going to be mandatory. Okay. So, uh, wait, uh, my... let's, yeah, I want to ask some questions. So, do they, uh, in, in your article or Please. Wikipedia, do they explain, like, where these uh, celebrity 
people were like for Trump, he was in the WrestleMania uh, 2028. 20, Wikipedia does not specifically give you justifications for ah, why, darn it. but okay. I okay. do know why most of these individuals were inducted. Okay, so if you have questions about that, please fire away. Snoop Dogg. Uh, Snoop Dogg is actually um, a very big fan of the product. He has taken yes. part okay. in several WrestleManias. In one, he actually uh, provided theme music for a gentleman <laughs> um, uh, coming down to the ring. Uh, also, familiarly enough, uh, Ice-T has also performed music while accompanying a oh. wrestler called The Godfather to the ring. Uh, and uh, okay. the, he did the song Pimpin' Ain't Easy because The Godfather, if you don't know, was a... Uh, a pimp in his character. So he would come out oh with God. the hoe train, a collection of scantily clad women that were his hoes, and he would attempt to bet, like buy his way out of matches by offering hoes to his opponent. <laughs> and they would dance the ring. So Ice-T came out to the ring with him performing Pimp and Ain't Easy. Uh, I, I cannot remember who Snoop Dogg actually accompanied, but he, I think he came out with the ladies from Jersey Shore. Um, Snooki and Jay Wow, uh, and then Snooki took part in a match uh, against some individuals no. during a WrestleMania. The only way that could get any better is if during that interaction, Snoop Dogg relapsed and started literally killing people. Uh huh. Like and not also, like, like like Jersey Shore people. Just, not I'm not talking or condoning. Just drowning people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, not. That's not what I'm getting at. So he grabs his gap. But what I'm trying to say is maybe like let's not forget that Snoop Dogg's actually fucking killed people. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, funnily enough, uh, Snoop Dogg's cousin is a uh, professional wrestler named Sasha Banks, who has actually been the WWE Women's Champion on multiple occasions. Okay. So He's, they're related. They're cousins. Yes. Oh. So they, there is some connective tissue that takes Snoop Dogg in there as well. Oh, okay. uh, would you like me to go over the celebrity inductees to the Hall of Fame again? Is that a hint? Perhaps. Yeah, let's hear them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I will just, because it's really hard, and I'll just say this, um, there are not this many inductees. Okay. Oh, darn it. Okay. But... That's every the, the individual least helpful, helpfulness, but every individual I have named here has had an appearance and an association with WWE. Okay. There is not a single person involved here that I made up. So, Pete Rose, William the Refrigerator Perry, Regis Philbin, yes, that Regis, do want who wants to be a millionaire, Bob Euchre, Mr. Baseball, Liberace, Drew Carey, Cindy Lauper, Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, Donald Trump, Mr. T, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Snoop Dogg, Kid Rock, and Ozzy Osbourne. It's so fucking difficult. You, you said earlier um, one of the wrestlers had some sort of association with Cindy Lauper, and you were going to get into detail mm -hmm. about that. So uh, Cindy Lauper actually was uh, one of the foundations for WrestleMania One. They had uh, MTV started running what they refer to as the Rock and Wrestling Movement where Cindy Lauper would appear with Hulk Hogan in his battle against uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper and Diabetes. Paul Orndorff and Diabetes. Um, and so Cindy Lauper was connected with Wendy Richter as well, who was the uh, uh, vying to be the women's champion at the time, Face the Fabulous Moolah. So Cindy Lauper actually came down to the ring with uh, Wendy Richter and accompanied her, and then she was also big as a supporter for Hulk Hogan and was an integral part to advertising and building up uh, attention for WrestleMania 1. Uh, due to that, she was uh, friendly with uh, Captain Lou Albano, who then appeared in her music video for Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Uh, he played her father. So she's saying the, all the, you know, daddy uh, kind of things. It's uh, Captain Lou Albano. 
So, yes, Cindy Lauper has a, a significant amount of association with uh, the WWE. So, you... Okay, all right. Sorry, there's one other thing that, that deals with Captain Lou. Okay. Um, I thought he was Mario. He, I'm sure that he may have dressed up as Mario from time to time, and I may be misremembering, okay. so... Uh, because I thought the I thought the guy that played Mario was uh, an ex wrestler. Okay, it, it may very well have been okay, uh, that okay. that was his role. So okay, okay. Uh, now I will make a confession here. If there's no other major stabs yeah. that you want to get into, there are two things that I've added, uh, and by and large, uh, one is there's not that amount of individuals in the celebrity wing. There were 15 that I listed. Only 10 of them are accurate. So you have you've got a decent Five. chance there. I threw uh, it just Muhammad so that you Ali. have an opportunity to take a swing at something. Yeah, Muhammad Ali. Do you have questions about it or no? He wasn't at it. Um, so Muhammad Ali was actually the referee for the Hulk Hogan. Uh, <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> but uh, Liberace. So he, but, that, that was going to be my next one. But yeah, Muhammad yeah. Ali was actually not a member of the WWE Ooh, Hall of Fame. Sweet. Yet. So then, that takes one out of the uh, run. Then Mike Tyson. Um, Mike Tyson is a member of the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, he was associated with the WrestleMania 16 main event uh, uh, between Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels. By the way, Shane is just recalling this. He's not looking yeah, this up. Yeah, I'm not looking this up. This is out of my head. I'm sorry. This kind of outs me as being a fan of wrestling. I was like six at the time, kids. You can't hold this against me. I just happen to have one of those memories. Um, it was someone saying Liberace was yeah. the other. Liberace was featured as a special guest at WrestleMania One. He danced in the middle of the ring with the Rockettes. That <laughs> said, not inducted. He is not an inductee of the Hall of Fame yet. They might get there. You never okay. know. But it's not un- incredulous of me to say this. He was involved with the uh, the wrestling. So that okay, takes so, you down two. Yeah. So we have picked out that we have um, Muhammad Ali and Liberace. The other listed individuals, Pete Rose. William the Refrigerator Perry, Regis Philbin. Regis. Um, Regis Philbin is a huge professional wrestling fan. Uh, routinely wow. interviews individuals on his programs. He had a lot of wrestlers on Regis and Kathy Lee for years. He would routinely bring the WWE champion on and interview them after big matches. Uh, also had Yoko Zuna on for a lengthy bit. But Regis Philbin is not a member of the Hall of Fame. So but three. he is also associated with the company. Routinely actually presents for them as well. Okay, so, so three. You're three. Uh, two you've more. got two more. I'm going to throw out Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is a member of the Hall of oh, Fame. Damn. Uh, uh, Man, I'm just just terrible at this. We've got Pete Rose. This is tough. That's what is so fun about this is they're so ludicrous to begin with that, like, it's difficult to to make it sound any less. And also, by the time we get through this, kids, there's still one more lie. Goodness. (laughs) Which I'm probably just going to have to tell you. Uh, We're just going to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to give me that one. uh, But again, you'll notice the presentation was a little shorter to allow us time to have fun with this. Okay, so the remaining, Pete Rose, William the Refrigerator, Perry... Bob Euchre, Mr. Baseball, Drew Carey, which I've already admitted is, um, Cindy Lauper, Mike Tyson, we've proven, Donald Trump, we've proven, Mr. T. We didn't prove Donald Trump. Well, then I'm going to guess Donald Trump then. Donald Trump is a member yeah, of the Hall yeah. of Fame, yeah. Okay. Uh, he, <laughs> I, I knew that. Due to his involvement, and actually there's a quote in from him earlier that talking enough, about I'm stealing a, the this episode. Well done. <laughs> uh, Donald Trump, Mr. T, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Snoop Dogg, we've proven, uh, Kid Rock, and Ozzy Osbourne. Okay, so, oh, <laughs> um, Kid Rock's white trash, no offense, he's probably in it. Um, yeah, exactly. 
Um, Ozzy? He's actually one of Vince McMahon's favorite performers. ACDC and Kid Rock are his two favorite musical acts. Uh, it does not surprise me. Uh, so Kid Rock uh, has performed previously. And he's in. And he's in. Yep. Uh, Ozzy, not in. Okay. I think he is. Um, well, I will say... Um, okay. First things first. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne accompanied the British Bulldogs to the ring and was their de facto manager for the WrestleMania II tag team match for the championship. Uh, he is, however, not a member of the Hall of nice. Fame. Um, Arnold four. Schwarzenegger is a member of the Hall of Fame. He actually partnered with WWE for encouraging children during the uh, Bush administration to exercise and uh, get themselves out. And he actually claimed that uh, Bruno Sammartino, earlier alluded to, was one of the individuals that uh, inspired him to get into bodybuilding. Okay. So, uh, um, what about Pete Rose... Refrigerator Go. guy. Uh, William the Refrigerator Perry, famed for uh, his prowess with the uh, Chicago Bears football team, was a member of a battle royal during WrestleMania II where he was eliminated by Big John Studd due to a little subterfuge. Uh, William the Refrigerator Perry is a member of the Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, and gave one of the lengthier speeches ever for an inductee. They didn't give him the red flashing light in nope. the back? And nope. Didn't try to drag him off with a giant They didn't play cane. him out? So uh, we've got Bob Eucher. Pete Rose, and that's uh, the remaining, and Cindy Lauper, and Mike Tyson. Cindy Lauper, that's that's my guess. Final answer. Final yeah. answer. Yes, yeah. Cindy Lauper is not a member. Oh, of the thank Hall goodness! Of I at least got there one. There you go. So the the five fakies: Regis Philbin, Liberace, Cindy Lauper, Muhammad Ali, and Ozzy Osbourne, though all are still associated with the product and have taken part in festivities, and are no less or more arbitrary than any of the other individuals who are involved here. My goodness. Uh, and now the final: if you're just going to throw your hands up in the air here, yeah, I don't remember yeah. anything else. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is what is even more shocking is that I made this up and akin to what uh, Michael was talking about earlier with our previous episode. This should be a lie. And it's so glaring that it's sad. There is no controversy surrounding the fact that any number, and I think the number's up to five, of Italian individuals portraying American Indians as their characters were inducted into the Hall of Fame. Okay. No one has even mentioned this. It's Jesus. not something that's open for a public debate. No one has brought this up. There has been no controversy. But this is something that is readily known, that they just grabbed people of darker complexions that were Italian-Americans oh and God. said, by the way, you are now going to be portraying a Native American. Jeez. Uh, yeah. There was some controversy over uh, minority members in general, but that did not factor into this at all. Yeah, uh, just so you guys know, too, when Shane was revealing that, Mike was over here with his head... Head in hands. Yeah, head in hands like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, um, it's just disgusting that that is something that has never been discussed. Uh, yeah, agreed. That's fucking terrible. Interesting, in general. But uh, So, in any event, uh, other than the fact that this makes me feel sort of uh, unclean and disgusting for the sheer amount of volume of knowledge I've dropped about professional wrestling <laughs> in the last hour... Uh, but, you know, it gets you a little uh, insight into this sham of a Hall of Fame. And uh, so, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel like we came full circle with the first thing to come full circle with. That was yeah, really great. something that was just, uh, you know, vaguely alluded to in a previous episode that we've fully flushed out now, like just a turd in a punch bowl. Yeah, and uh, ironically enough, that's your next topic is turds and punch Turds and punch bowls, yes. Yeah. Uh, Shane, do we have a sponsor for this episode? Uh, I believe that the sponsor of this episode is Mike Tyson and Zoloft. Mike Tyson. <laughs> they said, I'm on Zoloft, so I don't have to kill all you motherfuckers. <laughs> I, and um, they put me in the Hall of Fame, even though I got these tattoos on my face. And uh, I have raped several people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, literal facts. Uh, Which is disgusting as well. Is like the man was a an actual like he had been to prison already, committed rapist, and they still inducted him into the Hall of Fame. So yeah, it seems like a low bar. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do we have coming up? Because uh, we're we're going to reconvene probably next year. Yeah, I think it's going to take us 365 days to come back no, around uh, to this. So we have we have topics all lined up. Uh, Shane, what what are you doing next? Well, I I mean this isn't going to be actually in sequence though. So I yeah. mean technically what are you, what are we you are going to be the next individual yeah, presenting. Yeah, so Watkins. what are we thinking about though? Well, it's, it's you're your the one choice. who tells yeah, us. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, how about you guys tell me? I'm debating between uh, two options right now. Uh, I'm debating between frontier justice as it relates to uh, Wild Earp's Vendetta ride Wild down Earp. in uh, Tombstone, Arizona, which is okay. where we're all living. That's intriguing. Uh, not Tombstone, but Arizona in general. Oh, okay. um, last time I checked. The other one uh, is kind of topical, but it seems like uh, it kind of happens with regularity, and that would be the Mount Everest traffic jam. Ooh. See, I would actually be interested in uh, hearing about that because I had learned the other day that they actually use the corpses that are still left on the mountain as waypoints. There's one person okay. with the name of Green Shoes. He actually has his name. Everyone knows his name, but he has distinctly green. I think it's Green Shoes, and they use him as a waypoint to determine, like, okay, we're okay. on, the, we're this far. Okay. Well, that well, sounds I, intriguing to me. Well, I don't I, know much else other than that. Well, so, then I am in. That is going to be the next episode. Do you hear that? There you go, ladies and gents. It's being. I wasn't even speak. typing anything. I just wanted to make the noises. <laughs> now, here's another thing that we're also going to throw out here. And for all of you listeners, we would like... Uh, at some point, I imagine, we are also going to start throwing up the ability for people to vote on the topics that we are going to do. So we can probably throw up a, a quick, you know, like a, on a Facebook group, vote for the next thing so that we can kind of get a feeler for what people would like to hear from us. So we'll be coming up with topics. We'll post that, and then you can all go in and vote there at some point. Uh, that is presently in the works. We are getting that established as we speak. So by the time you actually hear this, we'll probably be voting on the uh, the topics yeah. that we'll be working on later. But uh, for those who are going to come in for the next episode, get yourselves ready, because we're going to talk about folks getting log jammed up on Everest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's kind of the plan. Just like kind of cultivate some episodes, release them a little bit, give us some time, see what, what's going on, see if you uh, enjoy it, hate it, um, in which case I have Shane's email uh, and if you want to just let us know somehow, I'll give you Shane's email uh, home address Yeah, I'm happy number. for you all to hit my spam filter um, I'm blood so type. ready for this Blood type, I'll let you know And uh, 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 But uh, since you're asking a question uh, before we get going too heavy oh, I'm, yeah, uh, one of my other topics I'm throwing out, which uh, I think my next one is going to be the Stanford Prison Experiment Ooh. That's going to be a fun one. I heard of, but don't know enough. It's going to be very entertaining, I assure you. I know decent amount, but I can easily forget it. Okay. And yeah, here's yeah, well, uh, I'll, I'll get you some beers. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll prime you. We're actually going to bring um, Snoop Dogg over here, and he's going to help you forget real good. Yeah, he's really good at that. Uh, Mike, what about you? What's your next, uh, what's your next topic? What are, you, what are we thinking? Are so you... I, was, I, was debating, I was debating between Scientology, the actual religion going over that, because we've already had established some... We flirted you know, with it a little, yeah. Yes, yeah. And um, talking about Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, goop. Website. I'm really intrigued by the goop. I want yeah. to get in the goop. I'll probably there's talk. Only, yeah, there's. I want the goop. I want her the goop, goop all well, over my face, neck, and chest. After you learn about it, you will not. 
<laughs> or if you do, you're going to want to start writing up that lawsuit. I might talk about the uh, jade egg lawsuit involving uh, using okay. a jade egg in your vagina. All right. I fun. would never put a jade egg in my vagina. I'm just going to tell no. you that right now. Oh. I have to wash it at least twice a week, and then I get it, you know, it's steam cleaned. Well, it's just so waste, it's really. it's you know, I don't want any eggs in there. That's just bad news. Yeah, it's just uh, flies get there. That's how you get ants, Lana. Is that That's how you? I don't <laughs> do want to get ants. ants? Yeah. I, I don't want ants in my vagina. And that is going to conclude this edition of the Disinformed Podcast. We sincerely appreciate you taking some time to listen to us, and we hope that you enjoyed the episode as much as we did recording it. Please do us a favor, float over to your preferred podcast provider app, and subscribe to us there. And if you're so inclined, you can even leave us a review. It immensely helps to get our name out there, and it also lets us know uh, what you feel about how we're, uh, how we're doing here, if you're enjoying the show, as we most certainly are. Uh, if you're looking to connect with us on social networking as well, you can find us on Instagram at Disinformed Podcast. We are on Facebook.com slash Disinformed Podcast and on Twitter at Disinformed Pod. But that will do it for all of us here at the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. Thanks for coming, everyone. Don't worry. We'll clean it up. <laughs>